You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break. And, uh, Nick, we're a little bit fired up here, uh, having some uh, good discussion here about this Broncos team. But, Nick, uh, Nick, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about – there goes the car car again by my apartment. Uh, Melvin Gordon again. Um, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Nathaniel Hackett and – where he might be on, on the hot seat. I know we've talked about this and I kind of shrugged it off a week ago, even two weeks ago and, and said, ah, they would never do that. But Nick, looking at, looking at the way that this team's responded the last couple of weeks, and then you, you hear some of the things that were said, and I want to play Justin Simmons audio here in a second after I hear your thoughts. Um, but where do you think the locker room is at with, with Hackett? Well, you know, well, for one, you know, Hack is a great guy, so they look at him in that capacity. Uh, I don't think anyone has given up on Hackett, the man himself, but I do feel that the players are becoming frustrated with Hackett, the head coach, and there's a difference between those two individuals. And when you when you see the head coach go to the podium every week, and it's the same thing when asked the question about the offense and how to jumpstart him, and it's just like, hey, it starts with me. It's about going back to the drawing board. This is me paraphrasing and trying to focus because it comes down to uh, the play call and I got to be better. We have to be better on offense. We continue to hear that, right? And as an optimistic person, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I understand it's a new transition. But the problem is, George, we're hearing it too much, but we're not really seeing a major change. And the first half of the game, you know, Russell was 10 for 10 for 116 yards. I think in the second half, he was five for maybe 18 for maybe, I think, I don't know. Um, it might have been 62 yards, five of 18 for 62 yards. Yeah. It was like, well, what, what happened in the first half? And, and that's the thing that kind of gives you uh, a, a, a little optimism when you watch the offense move around the pass of Greg Dosage. You mentioned, hey, it was a blown coverage. Hey, you know what? You got to take advantage of that. Russell escaped the pocket. You know, he could have been sacked, but he still escaped the pocket and found Greg Dosage down, down the sideline, and Dosage scored his first touchdown. And I know that was a guy that you were rooting for. Like, when Dosage comes back, man, things are going to be different. So when he comes back touchdown, I say somewhere in Los Angeles, George Storia is smiling right now. But the outcome of the game is not something that we can smile about. And what's happening right now, you mentioned hot seat. Well, from the Broncos standpoint, from an organization, they, they, they don't like what's going on. But I don't think they're in a position right now of thinking of firing uh, Nathaniel Hackett at this point. But if you talk to anyone in Broncos country, they're like, man, do it. Because if you look at social media, the voices have gotten louder about this offense and, more importantly, about Nathaniel Hackett. 
Yeah, look, I mean, firing a head coach in the middle of the season, I, I just don't think is ever a very good idea because you're basically giving up on your season and you're also, I mean, that's not a great sign to the, to the, to the players. So I, I don't think that's something they would do now. If they go lose these next two games and they're two and six in the bye week, like, I don't, I don't know what to expect. Um, you know, I, I don't think anybody can predict what the Broncos might do then. Maybe you make a change in who's calling the plays. Uh, maybe you, you hand it off to someone else. I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to do that, but it is interesting, and I wanted to hear you react to this audio, Nick, from, from Justin Simmons. Justin is always a guy, he's, he's usually pretty positive after games, even when they lose or, or has some sort of motivational something, right? Uh, some sort of positive spin. That was the most de dejected Justin Simmons I have heard um, you know, since my time covering him. And I thought this quote that we're about to play was really telling, and I, I want to get your reaction uh, once we play here from Broncos.com. I don't know. It's it it starts with leadership. Um, you know, from from a defensive standpoint, offensive standpoint, special teams. Uh, sometimes obviously not going right, and uh, you know we need to find a way to fix it. Everyone knows the definition of insanity, and uh, you know we can't keep doing the same things week in and week out and think uh, things are going to change. So um, you know, from that standpoint, uh, we just got to figure it out. Nick, I have my thoughts on that audio. I want to hear what were your initial thoughts because I was sitting there and the, the question that was asked was, where, what's gone wrong? There were such high expectations for this team coming in this season. What has gone wrong with this football team? And that was his answer. Nick, what was your reaction to that? Well, I mean, it's kind of twofold because uh, the thing was leadership. When you think about leadership, you don't just think about on offensive defense. You think about the people leading the team. So once again, now it goes back to uh, Nathaniel Hackett, that's the first thing that people think. For me, I, I, I first go to the guys in the locker room. It, it sounded as though that Justin wasn't talking about Nathaniel Hackett per se, but he was talking about guys in the locker room, guys on the field. We cannot keep doing the same things over and over. He never really elaborated on who he was talking about and to point the finger. But to me, hey, he could have been talking about uh, the offense, right? Certain people on the offense. Maybe uh, he could have been talking about, you know, Russell too as well because when you talk about, about leadership, doing the same thing. So I know automatically you, you want to assume that he is talking about the thing with Hackett because that word flashes like a Krispy Kreme uh, donut hot sign. Oh, maybe it's the thing with Hackett he's talking about leadership. But no, that leadership still starts with the guys inside the locker room. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I mean, I, I tweeted out the quote immediately, and uh, a lot. I think a lot of people just assumed he was talking about Nathaniel Hackett. I don't think that's the case. I think Nathaniel Hackett is included in what he's talking about, if that makes sense. I think that's kind of what you're saying, Nick, is like, mm -hmm. I think he's talking about leadership across the board. I, I think he's talking about coaching staff. I think he's talking about the team captains. I think he's talking about Russell Wilson. Uh, I think you can tell he's he's frustrated with the offense. I know the defensive guys – 
likely are never going to come out and say, well, the offense needs to do their part. Uh, but you can kind of sense that from the defense, especially some of these veterans guys, right? I mean, you think about a guy like Justin Simmons, who's been around for a long time and he's been through this man. He has been through the ringer when it comes to this, right? Like he's been through it when it's the, talking about the defense and, and them, you know, playing well enough to win games. I mean, how many times in the last few years have they played well enough, the defense and the offense just couldn't come up with, with a, with the game winning field goal, touchdown drive, whatever it is, right? Enough points to win the game. Uh, and so I think you can just sense that frustration from Justin and, that's the other thing I want to get your thoughts on, Nick, as, as a defensive guy. Like, do you ever like I, I know some guys, they come out, they're like, well, if we don't if they score more than zero points then we didn't do our job well enough to win the game. But there's got to be a point that some of these guys are like, man, like I've been through this. Like, I'm tired of of playing my butt off just to continue to lose these games. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a terrible mentality. But like, I think frustration has to set in at some point for these defensive guys. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it's a natural uh, emotion to feel because you are a part of the team. And even though you're part of the team, it's still divided into three three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. And you're hoping that everyone toes their fair share of the weight and do the job. Obviously, at this point in the season, uh, the offense hasn't really come to the party, right? And you know what? It was like, Having a party, George, and telling everyone, okay, it's a potluck and bring something. And you got that one guy saying, yeah, I'm going to bring cups and ice. It's like, who's bringing cups and ice? That's kind of the metaphor for the Broncos offense right now. They are the group that's bringing the cups and the ice, and they're not really carrying their fair share of the load. So you darn right, you know, those guys in that on that defense, uh, they're frustrated. They're not going to come out publicly. And say anything, but in private, yeah. I mean, they're having that discussion with one another. They're having that discussion with their wives uh, and their friends because, yeah, it is frustrating when you go out and you are doing everything you can defensively to sacrifice your body to make things happen and giving the ball back to the offense on the 30-yard line and then having to watch the offense kick a field goal. Yeah, there's points on the board, but you and I both know you can't win too many games in the NFL kicking freaking field goals. So, yeah, you're darn right. Those defensive guys are frustrated. And have I been in situations with teams I've been on and been frustrated? Absolutely. And, th and then, full disclosure, have I been at the point where I wanted to go at someone? Yes. But here's the thing. I never did it. I, I wanted to do it because I was full of emotions and, I and, and just that desire to win was so overwhelming. But, but you just don't do it that way because guess what, George? No one wins in that situation. The only person that wins is the media because now they can go, ooh, yeah, Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Like, you know, like, hey, the team is, divide, is, is divided. We have helped divide, divide them, and now we're going to carry forward and say, hey, here's a toxic environment that's been created, and you cannot give that to those in the media. You just cannot give that to them. So, Nick, let me ask you this. I, I, I want to put you in that locker room. What's the mood today and how do you how do you move forward as as a team? How do you say how do you rally the guys? If, if you're Justin Simmons today or, or I, I guess they're off today, but tomorrow, whatever, this week before the Jets, how do you get back on track? Or is it I mean, I don't think this is the case, but is it is it lost? Is it like, you know, we're just going to keep doing the same old stuff? I mean, what, what would you be doing in that locker room as a, as a captain, as a leader on this team, what would you be doing to try and fix this? Well, I'll get in contact with all my guys and, and first and foremost, 
thank them for the efforts during the week, putting in the sacrifice, guys out there playing, you know, hurt and, and banged up. And I would just tell them, hey, look, man, we know our offense is struggling. We, we know what the situation is. And it's on us to kind of keep everything going. And even if that means that we, we have to score on defense, which is really hard to do, but now if you have to turn into kind of a, a turnover uh, factor from a defensive standpoint, then that's what you, you must do. But right now at this point, it is calling, making sure your guys understand, look, the pieces are falling apart, but it's up to us to continue to keep things together. We have to be the glue for the team because it's obvious right now, both locally and nationally, that the defense is the strongest part of this team. And we can't allow anyone to divide us. And what I would do, George, I would have the airing of grievances, right? Let guys display their level of frustration in the closed environment and tell them, look, what happens in this room stays in this room. And anyone that violates this room, now you're not in the circle anymore. And we're going to try to get you up out of here. But let those guys, you know, talk about their frustrations because here's what I know from a player, from, from being being a player. When you have that pinned up anger and aggression and with today's social media, it, it's never going to go right. It's never going to go right, George. So you got to get that negative energy up off of you so now you can move past this game and move along because just think about it. This is two primetime games. Thursday night, you can call it primetime if you want to, but it's Monday night. But you lose in back-to-back weeks in overtime. And the defense played well enough for you to win the game. So there is frustration, but get those guys in the room and let them kind of get that negative energy off of them and then move on. What What would you – I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot again here, Nick. Switching from player to coach. If you're Nathaniel Hackett and you think that maybe you're losing a bit of the locker room, what's your message to the team right now to keep them on track? And do you maybe change up what you're doing? I mean, we – we all know Hackett was is known for this big personality, lovable guy. You know, the players talk about how much they love his energy. It seems like things might be turning in a different direction now. Maybe guys are starting to lose a little bit of faith in him. What would you do as as the head coach to try and get guys on the right place? Well, Nathaniel Hackett is a Star Wars fan like I am. So I'm going to put it in the only way that, that I could actually do it if I was Nathaniel Hackett. There's a scene in Revenge of the Sith where Obi-Wan is talking to Anakin Skywalker. And this is kind of like the climactic part of the movie. And Obi-Wan tells uh, Anakin, yes, I have failed you. I have failed you. Be honest with your team. Tell them, right? Hey, I failed you in this particular way. Here's what I've done wrong, but here's what I'm going to do to change it. And once again, have those players in the room. When we have the airing of grievances, I say the defense would have this separate one, but you get the whole team in the room. Let players stand up and say, hey, listen, this is what I feel that's wrong. But also when you do it, have the players talk about what they need to do to improve the team. But I will, if I was, if I were Nathaniel Hackett, I would say, yes, I have failed you, Anakin. I have failed you. That would make uh, Russell Wilson Anakin. So... <laughs> You were the chosen one. You were the chosen one, Anakin. Yes. <laughs> Let's ride. Um, 
uh, that's good. I like. I mean, look, I I think there. I think that's a good. Uh, it's a good point. I think he needs to. And I'm sure he has. I mean, he got up there yesterday on the podium, and basically said, "Hey, starts with me. Uh, you know, I I haven't done the best job that I needed to do, and that's the first step, right? Like you've got to admit that you haven't you haven't lived up to what you were supposed to be. Uh, and but the, the issue though, Nick, is th- there's got to start being some an improvement because I feel like we get on here. For the last, I mean, really every week, even when they've won, we get on here and it's the same thing. Like, man, like they're still struggling at this. They're still struggling at this. And there's no improvement week to week. And so at some point, Hackett can say, hey, I'm not doing a good enough job every single week. And that's great. That's good that he admits that. It's it's honest. But at some point, you got to fix it uh, or else you're not going to have a job at the end of the year. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play it out. It's going to be interesting to see how the locker room plays out. Uh, you know, Russell got up there and said yesterday, hey, there's no division in the locker room. I believe him. I don't think there is, but I do think there is some frustration from the defensive side of the football. Now, that's not saying that they are like they hate like Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. I think they're just like, hey, like get it together. Like, let's go win some football right. games. Right. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure there, there's a lot of player meetings going on behind closed doors and things like that. So it's going to be interesting to hear from some of these guys this week. But, Nick, let's take a quick break. And then let's dive into the uh, Melvin Gordon drama because uh, that, that is, that, I mean, that's that's on a long list of stuff, but it needs to be talked about, right? So uh, let's take a quick break, then we'll get back.